0: Hello, I'm Jen Taylor, host of the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I am letting you know that I have created a great quiz that will help you figure out which of the eight CEOs you need to be working on and the tasks that would benefit you the most. I hope you hop down to the show notes, click the link and take the quiz. I promise it's a quick two minute quiz. And I can't wait to see what your feedback is. Thank you. Hey, I'm Jen Taylor, and you're listening to Design Your Wedding Business. As a wedding business coach, I've made it my mission to help creative entrepreneurs build streamlined workflows, processes, and procedures so they can grow their business and spend time on what they love the most, their craft, their family, and their lives. I understand how you feel, and I know it may not be fun to put in the work to build a well-oiled machine, but luckily for you, that's what I love to do. On this podcast, I'm teaching you how to take the stress and chaos out of your business, remove the guesswork, and discover a clear, profitable path to sustainable growth. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I'm Jen Taylor, your host. In today's episode, we're digging into the world of technical applications, technology through and through, what you should be looking at to add to your systems, to make technology work for you and your business, to make your life easier. Today's guest, Kevin Dennis, is no stranger to the wedding biz. With over 30 years in the game, he entered the industry when he started Fantasy Sound Event Services right after high school. Funny enough, his intentions were to become a legit DJ and meet girls. No, really, that's what his goals were. Whether he was successful is neither here nor there, but one thing is for certain. Fantasy Sound was built to last. Today, his Livermore-based business has evolved into a renowned full-service lighting and entertainment company that serves weddings and events throughout California. Over the years, Kevin Love for the industry would evolve inspiring him to become more involved in education, networking, and thought leadership to contribute to the future of the industry. He is a sought-after speaker in the national circuit and a regular contributor to business publications, including CaterSource and special events, and he has been featured in Brides, Martha Stewart Weddings, and the Travel Channel. Having served in multiple board positions for the Silicon Valley NACE as a trustee on the foundation of NACE Board and as the director of national marketing, an international president of WIPO for two years, Kevin has dedicated his career to the growth and development of the wedding pro community. He's founded the Tri-Valley Wedding Professional Networking Group, which has grown to a membership of 700-plus pros. Taking over Wedding IQ was just another step in Kevin's efforts to develop a hub of information and opportunities for wedding professionals across the industry, and his visionary way of thinking has a lot in store to bring education to the forefront. So welcome, Kevin Dennis. Kevin, thank you so much for joining me in the Design Your Wedding Business podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great. It's, you know, we see each other like off and on and all that. So it's great to uh, see you. It's been, it's been a long time. So It's been a while. Yeah. So when wedding pros are looking at new technology or thinking they want to get into a different CRM or whatever app they're looking at. What should they be looking at? What areas should they be looking at when looking at new technology for their wedding business?
1: I think it, a lot of it comes down to when there's a need. When you feel like, or you're you're wanting to automate something, or you wish something did this, the software you're using did. That's a good time to start evaluating and looking for different things. You know, like for us, we use a, a CRM called Flex Rental Solutions, which is great. It's the best of the worst, is the best way I describe it, um, because we're an inventory base company. So our staff, no matter who's selling, needs to know how many chandeliers we have available that evening or how many uplights or how many spotlights or whatever it is. So this software and we can know how many are on order and all that kind of stuff. But the customer service side of it is horrible. You know, Q1 of 2023. I don't know when when we'll air. So we're recording just before 2023. But that's going to be one of my goals is like, can I find a CRM that we can do a lot of the stuff that will do some of the automation for my staff, like the follow-ups, the, you know, all that kind of organize the information better, do all that kind of stuff and then use both. I know it sounds kind of redundant, but we have not been able, you know, we think in the end we're going to evaluate it, but we think in the end we're going to save time. And that's what it all comes down to. When you're looking at these apps or you're going to be spending money on a piece of software, you know, the thing I think people, they look at, oh, it cost me $300 a month. Yeah. But is it going to save you $300 a month in time? And you're going to get more time to then sell to your clients or more time to work on a client's event or work on a client's event. That's where you got to start valuing that, you know, where you're start spending your money. And that's where the, I think that's the I don't know the cream of the crop. I don't know whatever analogy we could put in there. That's where it all comes together, where it all starts working well. So
0: yeah, because you have to look at you know what's the time saved overall. Because if not, then there's no point in looking at something that's going you know in the long run save you time. In the short term, it's probably going to be a pain in the ass. Because one
1: hundred percent, one hundred percent. And the thing I think we forget, and I don't know why, maybe because the wedding industry were such like. Problem solvers and let's, you know, let's take care of things. Is that, you know, you'll hear so many wedding planners, vendors, whoever, you know, insert their name wanting to do their own website or wanting to do their own graphic design and not hiring the professional to do it. That's where I think a lot of us in the wedding industry make a mistake. And that's where, you know, like I hired a publicist, I hired, you know, and then now I have two VAs that work for us, that one of them works on our social media, another one is doing, small projects, like outsourcing that stuff that we take a lot of time to do. And technology is, you know, that's another part of that. You know, there's VAs and, you know, marketing firms and social media people and bookkeepers and all that kind of stuff that you can outsource to. But then there's also some technology that can help you save your time as well. So
0: it's totally a great thing to add to the CRMs, especially because you don't have to your client experience is going to be that much more enjoyable if you have it set up where you don't have to do a lot of work. You just have to get them in the workflow.
1: Oh, yeah. hundred percent. You know, even something as simple as like I used to spend so much money on mailing things to people and acts and going back and forth. And now with like Rock Paper Coin or HoneyBook or one of those apps, you can send a contract, get paid and, and actually get paid within minutes of sending a contract instead of days of going back and forth and waiting, you know, and our clientele, their mindset is instantaneously. They don't want to wait for things. They don't want to, you know, they want it. So whatever you can do to make that process and live in the space where the clients are, the better we are.
0: So what areas do you use the most technology? You know, is it marketing? Is it the client experience? Is there one area that you get more bang for your buck?
1: I would say communication with them. So we have a service that we're actually looking for a new service, but we have a service that we do that we can text message with them, you know, and so a lot of our clients want to text message, but I don't want our staff to have to text message with their phone. So now our clients text message our 800 phone number, you know, and so that's one thing we do. And then also on our website, we have the live chat feature where you can chat back and forth and get the instantaneous information. So we've had customers. That they've actually started a conversation in the morning and it's gone on. They check in, check out of the conversation, but it's lasted five, six hours throughout the day, but they're still getting the information they want because where do most couples plan their wedding at work? You know, when they have the faster internet and the color printers and all that kind of good stuff at their disposal. So that's where, you know, so being able to communicate with them and meet them in their space, you know, like, and I would love to I'm still looking into ways that we can do that even more mobile. How do we get more mobile with them? Because I feel, you know, even my wife will spend more time on her phone shopping than she will shopping on a computer. It's just, that's where the world's going right now.
0: Yeah. I've noticed myself spending more time on my phone than I have on my uh, laptop.
1: Yeah. So, you know, getting your website more mobile friendly, your emails short and concise. So then does your PDF when it opens up on a phone? You know, have you sent your stuff to yourself and open it up on their phone? If it doesn't, then you need to find a way to like a link to a download or a Google, you know, some kind of Google aspect, or it could be even something, you know, Dropbox or any of those kind of things that you can use to make the experience more user friendly for them.
0: So I want to go back to the chat, and so do you have? Is it a bot, or is, do you have somebody on? Or no, is-
1: it's so our staff is monitoring it. And going through it, the nice thing is the way the service works, it keeps track of it like it's a conversation. So we can go back to that conversation and we have the whole history of everything. And so if I check into the conversation and start talking to them, great. And if not, you know, everybody can be jumping in and out of the, out of the conversation, but it keeps track of that conversation with that phone number, whoever it, it's. Uh, okay. it. I, I
0: was wondering. Yeah. How?
1: And so there's, you know, cause you know, like we're dealing with this for tomorrow where the venue thought we were delivering something at 1130. The boss of the venue told us to deliver it at five o'clock and the client, you know, so we were like, well, here we go. This is what we have. And we have the email. So you want that chain of communication. So it still keeps that chain of communication. So it keeps going really good. You know, and like some people, like I know a bride, that is set up, or I'm sorry, a wedding planner that is set up Slack with her clients and shows she has different communication and talks to them that way. That's another way of doing it. So you can set up other, you know, there's other things that you can set up in there to make it, you know, that works for you. But also you gotta be, make sure your customers are comfortable. Like I'm not a big Facebook messaging person. It, it drives me nuts because I'll have family members and it's just, it's one of those things, like I get a notification. If I don't go back to, if I don't go to Facebook for a day or two, I totally forget about it. So I would rather someone text message me than Facebook message me, but some clients live there or they'll DM you and, and go that way. Like there's, you know, we rent dance floors, but there's someone that does dance floor wraps and you'll get the best communication out of this person through Dean DMing them through Instagram, you know, but where I think they go wrong is you got to meet the client where they are, not force the client to be where you want to communicate. Yeah.
0: And that's, I mean, that's the, you know, finding out their communication habits. For me, I told, when I was planning, you're not texting me because there's no way I'm going to keep track of all the texts that go.
1: No. And it goes, yeah. And it's it's
0: via email and you don't have my phone number until the week of the wedding. So there's no texting.
1: I'm not your BFF.
0: Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) I am not. I'm a
1: hired professional.
0: Yes. Yes. So what are your favorite apps? What are the things that... You brought them into you because I know you have a ton of you are, I won't say completely automated, but you have a lot of technology and you have a lot of knowledge on it. What are your top apps? What are your favorite apps for your business?
1: So I still and this is one I use for like personal business. Everything is Evernote and it's still my favorite app and it's been my favorite app for years now. Like, you know, I find other ones that I like that I use throughout the time. But Evernote is still like I have. So many different, you know, it, it breaks it down into notebooks and I have so many different notebooks with so many different notes and it keeps everything so organized. And I love how it moves from mobile to iPad to desktop seamlessly. You know, and it's just like so if wherever I have a thought, wherever I am, you know, if I'm on the laptop or if I'm on the phone out at Costco and I ha- I saw something that was amazing, I can take a photo of it, put it in a note, and boom, I have it forever and it's there. And it just you I listen to a lot of podcasts as well, and I'll get a good idea and I'll be driving on the car. So whenever I stop, I'm like writing, oh my God, that was a great idea. I need to look into it. And so in Evernote, I've created a thing called a dump note. And so that's where I just dump all my thoughts and dump everything in there. And then that's where I go from my dump note. I go and then organize it all out. Like, oh, I coach little league baseball. So if I had saw something about there, I move it over to my little league baseball, you know, notebook or something I want to add to the Costco list. But then that way I have this one quick, easy place to dump it. And then I organize it down the road. But Evernote is still, you know, hands down is my favorite as far as like just keeping thoughts and everything organized. Evernote does do a to-do list, but I hate their to-do list. list. Well, I'm an Evernote junkie. I even have an Evernote shirt and everything, but I will never, ever stand behind their to-do platform. And so I use Todoist for everything. So that's another one where you know, need to do this, need to do that. I'm automatically, and it's nice because I have a widget on my phone now where I can just hit it, put it in what, is it a work? Is it a personal, you know, like what kind of to do is it? And it just goes from there. I don't even have to open the app, you know? And so that's another good one because, you know, a lot, I have 80, ADE. I us have that. And so I take medicine for it and everything, but I'm not afraid to uh, say, but thoughts come in my head and then they're gone. And so if I don't, you know, jot them down somewhere. I'll forget. And who has time to carry paper and pen with you and do all that kind of stuff. So those would be my like top, top two that I, you know, feel like I can't live without Yeah, and do everything. I will say I use a lot of the Google stuff, you know, because Google, I think is making our lives easier and easier. And no matter how much you want, I got over the fact, like, just you got to get over, like, they know everything, you do the world, you know, and I have nothing to hide. And there's no secret sauce. And if you want to take me down, take me down, you know, (laughs) but I'm not doing anything wrong, you know? So you just like Google, you know, there's all, you're fine. So I use a lot of that. Uh, And even some of the Apple products as well. I, uh, you know, I'm a big Apple junkie. So I always joke that if Apple created a a vacuum, I would go buy it or a car. Yeah. I'd buy pretty much everything and anything that, that Apple has created. I was driving to the grocery store
0: today. And I use Alexa a lot for my creating my grocery list. Yeah. And so I just got a new Ford mach electric car. Oh, it nice. Has the Alexa app in it. And so I haven't set it up yet because I'm afraid that I will just go to town. But I was like, and, the, and, and I'm literally like two minutes away from the grocery store. You don't think I could remember that I need to get baked potatoes and, you know, whatever else, chicken.
1: But lately, we live in this world where so much information and you get notifications on your phone or you see something and it comes in here it goes one ear out the other. And so we really have to get to the point in this, in the world that we live in now that if you don't jot it down, you're going to forget.
0: Yeah. We have an
1: attention span of a goldfish. Or less, I think. Uh, well, that's what they used to tell us. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, Sunday, you know, Wedding Wire told us that a long time yeah. ago.
1: I miss I It's funny. I was just thinking we were at uh, Wedding NBA this year and I missed the whole Sunny show because they used to do a lot of good stuff. But yeah, yeah, it was the goldfish, the eight seconds, and we have less attention than that to That's get there.
0: Right. And we still all remember it. And that was five, 10 years ago. Oh, so yeah. So I know on your website you have the 99, you know, apps and we'll, I'll put a link to that because I think it's a great way to start. If you're looking at new technology, this list, I use this list every once in a while. I'll pull it out going, Okay. What does Kevin have to say about, (laughs) you know, what should I be looking at? So uh, we'll pull that freebie out there and you guys can head to your website, but tell me more about Wedding IQ. Tell me what your thoughts are around that because it's a great resource.
1: So, yeah. So we, I inherited the website from two great girls that started it many, many years ago. And I, you know, I'm getting older and I just want to give back to the wedding industry something that, you know, I felt like the wedding industry has given me a lot in my life and been allowed me to do a lot of different things. And so wedding, we're just there to help wedding businesses grow and become better. I feel like as an industry, you know, I was the WIPA, you know, international president um, for several years. And, you know, it's all about just raising the industry as a whole, you know, like, let's make our industry better There's so many bad seeds in our industry, unfortunately, or Craigslist type of vendors, these low end. Let's just raise everyone up and do the best we can. So we're there to just kind of help everyone. And we come up with new themes every month you know, and go from there. We're also starting a podcast next month. So yeah, yeah. It's called Mind Your Wedding Business. And then, (laughs) yeah. So, and then we're also going to be, the fun thing too is I'm starting a, so that's a B2B, but then we're doing a B2C podcast because one of my favorite, I was on a couple of times, Chilla. I don't know if you were ever on that podcast. She was one of my, and it was a B2C, strictly just helping people get married. So I'm going to launch another podcast. I'm going to have two next year. And the other one's going to be called, now that I'm engaged, how do I get married? And we're just going to be talking to, just talking to, you know, wedding vendors and helping brides and grooms and couples get married and just help guide them through the process and give little tips and all that kind of stuff.
0: It's so great. Cr- I mean, because, you know, you've 30 plus years, I'm just 15 to 17, somewhere in that. But we've seen it grow so much. And you also do, you do want to give to the industry because this is the best job I ever had was being a wedding planner. It was so fun. And you know, when I decided to pull back a little bit, I was like, what am I going to do? And I looked at other places. And I'm like, you know what? It's, they're my people. They are my people. And I just love giving my stuff, you know, like, here's what I can give back to the industry is this. And it's the same thing for you.
1: Well, and it's just, I mean, we all do it. We all do it somehow different, but there's no secret sauce in what we do, you know? And if we all can kind of give back to the industry and raise it and make it better and make a better experience so you don't hear oh, the wedding vendors, you know, like the one thing you hear a lot about wedding vendors is that they give horrible customer service, you know? So that's the one thing I tried to change and make my company stand out was give excellent customer service and the best we can to be as responsive as we can. And that makes us stand out, you know, but yet there's probably four or five other people in my market that do the same thing I do, but that's something that makes us stand out and be different, you know? So the, you got to find that niche and, and give back, you know, like, but what's going to make you different?
0: Okay, so the last question for you.
1: Oh, I'm I've been excited is, for this. What one. is
0: your best piece of mindset advice? Mindset advice. I would say,
1: ooh, that's a tough one. That's need a mindset advice. I would say like if I had to go back and do it all over again, I would invest like I tried to be that vendor that did everything on the cheap to begin, you know what I'm saying? I would go to Kinko's and run my own flyers and I would go, you know, like if there was a conference, I would drive to it. You know, I was trying to be, I would probably think, I think what it would do is invest more time and money in like one, buying better products or getting better services and helping myself. But then the other would be like investing more time in myself, you know, like taking time to like, to read a book, you know, like something that will help me, you know? And one of the things that, cause we do a lot of corporate events and the greatest thing I ever learned is someone told me is, whether they're talking about selling cookies or whether they're talking about selling, you know, cars, you can learn something about that process that you insert what you're into that process and change, you know, so to be open-minded and don't be so close-minded that, you know, the wedding industry, you can only learn from the wedding industry because you can learn from outside so much. And so I'd be sitting there and, you know, teching a corporate event and I'm like, I'm taking notes, you know, like learning, you know, even though I'm supposed to be there working the event, I'm writing things down and, you know, going through because you're going to learn everywhere you go and just be open-minded, you know, and even like we are just talking about the wedding MBA. It's not the sexiest of the wedding conferences or high end of the wedding conferences. But I always go one, we all connect there, you know, so seeing people reconnecting. But I always say, if you walk away with that one nugget, that one thing that's going to make you some money, change your business or save you some time, then it was worth the trip, yeah. you know? So you're not going to go to one of these conferences and walk away with tons of dollars worth of, I, you know, it just, you got to go in there is, you know, I walked away with one, two, three good little nuggets that I'm going to implement my business and, and move forward from there.
0: And it's about the connection. I mean, that's a lot. I just was talking to Sheree Rani. She's, she's, you guys are all going to be in February. And so we are talking about networking and I'm like, you know, we've done a ton of networking. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. it. And Wedding MBA was a huge part of that because we got to meet people from all over and you're still connected to these people. Well,
1: and, and the other thing, too, is you're meeting people outside your market. So whether they do what you do, because then you have now the opportunity to bounce an idea off of someone that's not in your market. And, and can it help and benefit you, you know, by going outside, you know, and that's. And that's one of the things that WIPA really helped me along that line is like, I got to know, you know, being the president, you get to deal with chapter leaders that, and then you get to know people and go visit them. And then it's like, there's a few times when we were going through COVID, I was like, how are you guys handling this situation? And how are you guys, you know, and I'm calling different people across the country. And it was just so helpful to have that resource of people there. So. So take the mindset and go do the compromise. And I hope you guys, when you did the networking, you, you talked about spray and pray. I, I was like that uh, the people drive me nuts is I call them spray and pay, where they bring the business card all the way through. And then
0: see, you know, and well, it'd be on there, but she had two different, I'm like, what's your best way to, to nurture people? And so she had a technique. So if somebody did the, the, you know, handing out the cards to everybody and just, or leaving the cards at the table.
1: She, you know, oh, that's even worse.
0: You know, she goes, I put them in one pocket and when I get home, it gets dumped. Yeah. You yeah, know, the people that I want to connect with. And those are, it's know.
1: about relationships. It really, it, it all comes down to relationships. And people want to, you know, even like when we're all working the, the weddings, we all want to work with people that we like to work with, you know. And I always joke that a wedding was like war. You know, you're going to want to go to battle with the people that you trust and that you have a great relationship with. You don't want to go to battle. And we've all been in a wedding, you know, a battle. I always joke it, with a group of vendors that you've never worked with before. And, it's not fun. It's not comfortable. It's- or,
0: you know, or you do find somebody within that. I mean, yeah. But we're going to get off on our networking up. But I, you know, when we were, we had Wedding Network USA going and I would go to, I mean, I was still a member of NACE or, you know, ILEA or something. And they were asking me like, well, do you just refer from within? I'm like, no. But if you start going and you start, if like you build those relationships and you do want to go to a war with them because they're going to yeah. have your, it's not that I'm not going to hire somebody from. NACE or Aaliyah or MPI or whatever, but I'd already know these people and we've already connected and we've already built those relationships. I said, it's. And
1: it's, it all comes down to relationships. Yeah. And it's, I always say it's like dating and it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it takes time and it's going to take you two to three years until you really cement that relationship to where you get to go. So, yeah, and no, it- it's
0: awesome. but yeah, but then sometimes you do find somebody that you haven't worked with that you're doing a wedding with. You're like, okay, I get you.
1: I always feel it's the like, I just met someone that did pet sitting at weddings. So you, people can bring their pets to the wedding and they offer a pet sitting wow. service. I'm like, so someone like that is going to do very well. But if you're a DJ and there's, you know, five other DJs that this person works with, well, it's going to take some time to develop that relationship and, to, and get in there. And before you know it, something might happen to one of the DJs, they might go out of business or they might decide they want to do something else. And then next month up, you know, you might get that opportunity. Okay. So
0: here we go. We had the technology and we had the networking part of it. Yeah. It's just fun. Well, it's look.
1: everything. It's all meshed into one.
0: That's right. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. I of course. Can't wait for yours to come out. I know it- you're going to come be on mine, right? Yes. Of course. <laughs> you just tell me when. Where can people find you? I guess that's the last question I have.
1: Where can people? Of course. So we're on weddingIQ.com, you know, weddingIQ on the Instagram and then you can also and then my real company is fantasy sound event services so you can find us out at fantasysound.com and then fs events on instagram so that's another way to find us
0: awesome and all these links will be in the show notes as well so perfect thank you kevin
1: and no thank you
0: i will talk to you soon all right talk to you soon i hope you enjoyed today's episode of design your wedding business if you love what you're learning each week please let me know by leaving a rating and a review and while you're there, don't forget to follow this show so you don't miss out on any new episodes. As always, you can head over to my website, jentaylorconsulting.com, to check out all the links and resources from this episode in the show notes. I'll talk to you all next week.